When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. We will have a lot to talk about today. A lot of coaching changes and one happening in New England right now. Bill Belichick stepping down, or at least they're parting ways. He is right now at the podium in New England, so let's join. Bears and Nancy, they've been here since day one and um, you know, made my life a lot easier. Or I've made theirs a lot harder, however you want to look at it. Um, but that's uh, you know a big shout out to them, and of course uh, a great great deal of thanks and appreciation to the players. Uh, players win games in the NFL, and I've been very very fortunate to coach some of the, the greatest players uh, that have ever played. Some of the greatest players that have ever played for the Patriots. Some are already in the Hall of Fame. Uh, many more are going. Um, but again, regardless of how long any of the players were or weren't here, or what their role was, or or how many games they played, or even if they didn't win championships. Um, you know, I respect the way the players come to work here on a daily basis, uh, all of them. I've coached you know, well over 1,000. <clears> but their, their ability to work, prepare, uh, train you know, in the weight room, um, you know, train their bodies, uh, meet, rehearse over and over again you know, what we need to do things right, to, to be successful, to win, uh, it's just... I have so much respect for all the players, um, and certainly we've had you know many that have been here for a long time, and you know had great contributions, and, and uh, too many to name at this time. But um, you know, great thanks to the players and um, to the media for you guys. I, I don't know that anybody's gotten more coverage than uh, than I have or we have in the past 24 years. Um, you know, meet, meet with you guys a lot. Respect what you do. Um, you know, you're a voice to the fans and. Uh, even though we don't always see eye to eye all the time, most of the time, but not all the time, uh, I do respect what you do. And and uh, and finally, to the fans, um, you know, the fans here are amazing. Um, you know, there's so many memories of the fans, the the send-offs, um, the parades, um, the Sundays, you know, whatever the whatever the situations are, um, the letters of support, uh, the. You know, seeing the fans, you know, away from here, you know, at a gas station or a grocery store, or, you know, where you bump into them, uh, Patriot fans here, and not just in New England, but uh, they extend nationally and even internationally uh, as I've traveled. Uh, it's amazing how far the, the arm reaches. We saw that this year in, in Germany. So, uh, so appreciative of the fans for all the support they've given me, uh, my family, uh, and this football team. And uh, it's with... Um, just so many fond memories and, and uh, thoughts that I you know think about the Patriots and, and uh, I'll always be a Patriot. I look forward to coming back here, uh, but at this time, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna move on, and um, I look forward. I'm excited for the future, uh, but always very very appreciative of the opportunity here, the support here, uh, and you know the what Robert what you've done for me. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Um, 
Good afternoon, everyone. And as Bill mentioned yesterday, uh, we met and mutually agreed to part ways amicably. And like a good marriage, a successful head coach-owner relationship requires a lot of hard work. And I'm very proud that our partnership lasted for 24 years. I don't think in the NFL there's been any other partnership that lasted longer and has been as productive as ours. I trusted my instincts to bring Bill back to New England in 2000 after immediately regretting not hiring him after working with him together in 1996. When I did hire him, I was still making the transition from the fan who bought season tickets in 71, sitting on the metal benches in the old Foxborough Stadium with my boys to try to become an experienced owner. Bill has taught me a lot over those years, and we had high expectations for what we could achieve together. I think we were the only ones who had those expectations, and I think it's I think it's safe to say we exceeded them. We did. Thanks to you. Um, it's hard to put into words, really, when I think back to sitting on those metal benches and that we'd have an opportunity to go to 10 Super Bowls together and bring six Lombardi trophies home to Massachusetts. At heart, I will always be a sentimental sports fan. So this is a very emotional day for me. Some of my happiest and most memorable moments were celebrated with my family during Bill's tenure here. I recognize that it also is a very emotional day for many of our fans and most of our fans as it represents the end of an era, one that hopefully will always be celebrated in this region. The man standing to my left brought the leadership and coaching skills that were needed to make this type of unprecedented success that we have had possible. Coach Belichick will forever be celebrated as a legendary sports icon here in New England, and I believe go in as a pro football Hall of Famer on the first ballot. Why? Because he is the greatest coach of all times. Which makes this decision to part ways so hard. But this is a move that we mutually agreed that is needed at this time. What Bill accomplished with us in my opinion, will never be replicated. And the fact that it was done in the salary cap and free agency era makes it even more extraordinary. I thank Coach Bill for his hard work and dedication. It'll be difficult to see him in a cutoff hoodie on the sideline, but I will always continue wish him continued success except when he's playing our beloved Patriots. Though I 
thank you all for coming here today and being part of this uh, celebration. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. He's got a cold, so I'm not going to kiss him. Thank you. All right, Bart. Well, let's just get into the show now. As uh, it's he has major. a cold, so I won't kiss him. Well, I don't I know. know if I want to kiss Crab. You be in the strip balls. You're upset with the little hot women. I don't know if I want to kiss you. Is that going to be your first take on this whole thing? I mean, yes, because I'm a Jess fan first. All right. Well, the biggest again is just the, what a, a 24 hour cycle it's been for coaches when it comes to Pete Carroll. Yesterday at the end of our show, Crazy. Nick Saban last night uh, in Alabama, and then the you know the changing of the guards, man. You know, is is obviously this one, and Bill Belichick, who who Robert Kraft said it, if you just missed it up there in, in New England, it's it mutually agreed this was uh, needed but mutually- at this time, and also you know something that is he called him the greatest coach of all time, mm. and he is just uh, fourteen wins shy of Don Shula's record, but other than that, yeah. everything else is completely. I mean, the six Super Bowl championships, he's be- he's nine appearances. Uh, 31 playoff wins, just everything that he has done there in that time there. And, and you know, it is definitely – if you're a New York fan, look, if you're a Giants fan, you're like, well, to those three losses, we got two of them. You know, we gave you two of them, right? That's one. But, of course, you know, the other part of this is for the Jets and your Jets fan – Ding dong, the witch is dead, right? I think yeah. Bill Belichick's going to coach well, somewhere well, else. A, well, AFC East, but in, I mean, the, I in think New England, you can you can declare that 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 whole reign of a, terror now is over. See, but you know, it's, it's, of course, it's over now when there's no terror anymore, right? So now that's what gets you, like, ah, oh, man, we we wanted to be able to rub it in his face a little bit, you know, and just. Oh, you, you know, did. You beat him on, you, on the yeah. way out. Yeah, but then he gets to see you somewhere else on a better team, and he may be able to rub it back in your face. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's obviously plenty to get into. Well, that's amazing, right? So I, I guess it's, it's, this, is, this is such a crazy time. It's, it's tough to be able to, like, focus on one thing. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try and stay focused, not let that ADHD have me jumping all around. When yeah, you stay think on about, one topic. And right, right. I'll get right, you so, where you need to be. Right, so let's start with Bill, right? And um, we know that – with or without the record that he's a better coach than Don Shula, who's one of the most legendary coaches of all in, in, in football. But I, th- I think much like when you talk about Tom Brady, you talk about him being the greatest winner in all of sports. I think we have to talk about Bill Belichick in the same light. And oddly enough, his best friend, who legacy is done, because I don't think Nick Saban ever coach again, is done, is still in the conversation with Bill Belichick as far as the greatest coaches and winners of all time. So I think we have to put the, him in this category with Phil Jackson, maybe maybe um, um, Greg Popovich. Yeah, I was going to say Popovich, who still right? is coaching, is Nick, in, uh, in the conversation. Right? Yeah, but we don't know if he'll ever get to, to the promise land again. I think it, the luster is worn off. I don't know if he'll ever get there before. You know, so you got, um, oddly enough, Phil Jackson, right? You, said you got, Phil. You okay, said Phil, Phil Jackson. You said Pop. Bill um, you you got to go with uh, Red Arbrock. Of course. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Are we going Steve Kerr already? Are we going Steve Kerr with four and and five as a player? I think, you know. Or, again, are, are we taking personal players Steve, out of it? Yeah, I mean, again, you're talking with Phil Jackson. I mean, we're going, we're going, we're going, John, we're going, John, we're going, John Wooden. Yeah, okay. When it comes to the college, college ranks, yep, you could put him there. So I guess, like, w- right now, I would ask our listeners and people who, who love, hate Bill, 
Where do you rank him as far as the all-time greatest coaches of all time? And do you think that he may be able to go somewhere? Because clearly he's going to be coaching somewhere. And I don't know if he makes this decision if he doesn't already have his stars lined up where he's going to go somewhere and try and play. A lot of people are saying the Atlanta Falcons, right, because um, Arthur Blank's infinity for um, for uh, Bill Belichick. But I wonder, you know, like, do, one, do we think he's done? Two, where does he rank? It's hard to say, and you know why? Because of all the coaches that, that we've named here, name me the one that had the controversies that chased him throughout the success. That's the thing that I think everybody's going to fall back on. <laughs> well, I, listen, but I, I, I got yeah. a better one for you, Bart, because it's hard to power rank coaches in different sports. Because the sports are different, right? There's a lot of different things that go into it. But it's it. team sports, so we're yeah, not talking no, no, about – I'm with you. I'm with you. Team sports. No, I'm with you. But I still think, to me – among the great sports debates that we'll have in the modern era, where obviously the DH thing's out the window, but that used to be the greatest of all time. Now it's, of course, the, the Jordan versus uh, LeBron. That's going to that's gonna last a very long time. I think something that can be debated and will be debated, although I think there's an overwhelming amount of people that are going one way with this for now, and that is it's the chicken and egg in New England. Mm. Is it Brady or was it Belichick? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think to I, me I, that I felt like, that like, come, I felt that from you. Yeah, like, but, but think about it. When you look at well, their success, and you mm-hmm. looked at the success of any, whether it's, it's, it's always in the NBA, right? The co- great coaches. What was it? The start like Magic Johnson, Pat Riley, right? Like it was, it was obviously Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, right? You, Red Auerbach had Bill Russell. Whatever you're going to say about Bill Russell, you can't argue that Red Auerbach got Bill Russell, and everything went from there. Right. Okay, like every sport. The coach had his star. The coach had his great player. And in this sport, he had Tom Brady. But was it what Bill did that made Tom great? Or was it what Tom was able to do on the offensive side allowed Bill, who was a defensive savant, to just worry about that and not have to focus so much on the offensive side? Because when Tom left, it all fell apart. All of it the Patriot way, even the standard. And the other thing about Bill Belichick that talk about that I think is necessary to talk about with all his greatness and success, and yes, of course, all the other stuff that went with it, Deflate Gate, Spygate, whatever other gate you want to throw into this thing, right? There was always something that was going on yeah, there. But- there was a standard that he created and tried to uphold, but it also takes the star player to make sure that that standard is upheld. And the Patriot way is something... See, a lot of coaches you can emulate. I want to be just like that coach. I'm going to work like he did. Here's the example. Bill Belichick can't go on a tour and start lecturing about how to coach. You know why? His way, there's no way anybody can emulate it. I don't think he's a guy that you can emulate. It's a reason why his coaching tree is bearing no fruit. Well. Does that make sense? Well, Nick Saban is part of his coaching tree. So that's a lot of fruit. Right. Remember, he was his defensive coordinator that he hired because he had a connection because when when Nick Saban left, he went to Navy and that's when he met um, Bill's dad. And then Bill hired him as his defensive coordinator. Okay, so it's tough. Right. And, you know, how, how much it pains me to say. I know. No, no, uh, that's why I, no, 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 whatever it, you're it, saying it, here is it, real. I get it, it. It also pains me to say because I can remember one day I was talking to Ozzy and I was like, you know Oz, what? Ozzy 
Ozzie Newsom, Ozzie Newsom um, right. the, the great general manager, but also a Hall of Fame tight end. And I was saying, you know, Brian Billick's tree and how it's so great. And I was like, how, you know, he's part of uh, his tree. He was like, no. He, and Ozzie reminded me that he was part of Bill Belichick's tree, and it hurt me to my gut, right? <laughs> hurt me to my gut. And then when I'm watching Scott Pioli, right, I'm looking at Scott Pioli, and I'm looking behind him who was the general manager for the New England Patriots during some of those wins, and I see a damn first win with the Baltimore Ravens. So that means that that dude was in the in, in the uh, thing. So, like, a lot of the Patriots came because, remember, the Ravens were the Cleveland Browns, and the last coaching staff before the Mayflower took off yes. was Bill, Bill Belichick, Ozzie Newsom, and all those guys. And, and Bill went somewhere else, and then Ozzie went and started anew. But – Ozzie always credits Bill Belichick for teaching him how to evaluate talent because Ozzie, remember, was a player mm-hmm. who t- made the transition into the upper office with the Cleveland Browns, which Bill Belichick was the head coach. So it's hard for me to say his tree doesn't bear fruit. It's been bearing bad fruit of late. But, man, the other fruit that we don't even give him credit for, so now you got to give him the Isaac yeah, Newsom fruit. way back. You're yeah. talking about usually it's during your run of success. Yes. That then that's when the, you start to see the spinoffs, yeah. which is so, the, well, the assistants Scott, who have turned into great head coaches. I mean, that's the whole Kyle Shanahan thing, right? Yeah. Like all of them were in Washington. But, but, look, what they, look, look at but, that but, coaching staff now. Yeah. They all have head coaches. Yeah, but, but, but Mason, you but don't but have but most, that with but, him now. But, but, but most of them are Shanahan's people, which is Gary Kubiak's people. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, this tree never stops. And, like, it just, <laughs> depends, growing, yeah, okay. yeah, it just depends on when you start paying attention to when you know when the tree starts because we didn't even know those trees. And if I didn't say well, that, and I hate that I'm giving him credit and giving other people that love Bill, well, giving, him the, giving him the um, other connections – but, you know, I do look at teams Belichick's and people tree, that Belichick's could have that tree. tree is a seed off of the Parcells tree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so you're right. right. We so can it just continues keep to, it backwards. It goes forever. But, you know, it's funny. Andy Reid has a tree that's growing. When you think about Frank Wright, you think about that. And, like, you talk about who's the closest guy that will be regarded as the next Bill Belichick or the most hated team with the mad genius that's going to have continued success, you have to go Andy Reid. Andy Reid was like, also a tree that's a seedling from what? Uh, probably Mike, Mike Holmgren. Holmgren. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so again, right, which, which, which is, which is from, back. Right, which from the Bill Walsh. Part, but my point is, it's, it's it's not the Belichick from the Cleveland Browns days. Okay. We're talking about the Patriots. Okay, so you're talking about Charlie Wise. 24 seasons of okay. incredible success. Okay. In that time when you have assistants that are also enjoying that same success, those assistants, not – I'm not talking yeah. about the Cleveland days. I'm talking about when he became Bill Belichick. Okay. Not when he okay. was just Parcells' assistant who got Bill. a job. Yeah. Yeah. This is when he was the king on the, the guy, mountain. The kingmaker. That tree – has not bared fruit. It is yeah, that not. is true. That is true. That is true. I mean, and you can't you can't say. Um, and I don't think you, Vrabel, can, I mean, you, and, you and can't say Vrabel because Vrabel was a player. He wasn't no, a coach. He was a player. That doesn't count, right? And neither does Mayo. That's a, he's a player. But what I'm saying is, is most of the time you get this where these guys turn into good coaches because you can emulate their style because you learn something from them, take it with you, and yeah. then implement it wherever you go. Yeah, you can't do that with Bill Belichick. Why? Eric Mangini tried it. Went to yep. the Jets. He tried to be the hard ass. Didn't work, right? Uh, jo- Joe, Josh Tommy, McDaniels tough, tried tough, it tough in nuts. Denver. Oh yeah, we saw it here with, with Joe Judge, Matt Patricia. Everybody that has tried to become a head coach and tried to implement that style, yeah, it comes back to like where you ain't him, so you can't be like that. Which is what I'm saying. He is one of the great coaches. Right. 
in the history of sport, but, and he's the greatest coach, NFL coach there ever was yes, because I of mean, his success. But he so, is totally not fair. somebody that you can say he like his style is what everybody should be emulating. No, no, you just can't. It's a one on one. Right, it's just kind of like you can't be Phil Jackson, who's all loopy and, and using all that psychology right. and zenning out and all that weird side stuff. You know what I mean? That's what makes people unicorns. None just of like them could have been head coaches either. Anybody right. that coached under Phil, they didn't, nothing came of well, that. Right, right. Steve Kerr learned from him from as far as he never yeah, coached underneath but, him. He, right. he would probably credit his coaching style from um, Greg Popovich. Yes, very much. Right. So, so, so he would say that. Yes. So, I mean, but that's what you talk Spolstra, about. Spolstra is more of a see, Riley guy. See, like but here's that. Yeah. But here's the difference between Bill and the other greats. Right. Was was Bill the kingmaker? Or was Tom Brady the kingmaker? Yeah. And I think that's why he's continuing to coach because just like when when Tom left, he was he was hell bent on winning without Tom without Bill, so he can prove that he can win anywhere. I think Bill at seventy one years old, he's because Saban's going off the ride off into the sunset. He got tired of dealing with these NILs and yeah, all this type of stuff. Game has got them all running. Yeah, Harbaugh, yeah. So, Harbaugh is going to be next. You'll see. Right. So these, you know, all these investigations. That's why Jay Wright's not coaching basketball. At college basketball. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, because it's you the have same to, for me. Because yeah. now these college kids got agents, and now they're trying to get paid, <laughs> and you're doing you're doing negotiations and yep. buying kids. Mm-hmm. And you heard it um, on on Get Up this morning, like you know, guys, you know, Nick got tired of saying, "Hey, man, how am I going to have to pay this?" guy and he asked me to pay him more than other people but then I have to coach him and hold him accountable and coach him hard. He's like man I'm done with this right Right. so it takes a a new breed coach takes Mm -hmm. a new breed coach born in a different world to be able to handle this type of stuff because these kids are different and it's like we've never seen kids like this different. Uh, Part, but, it's the end of an era, right? Clearly. And even the way, like, if you think about that's it. That's the dinosaurs. It's like when the the, 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 the Dickas left in the, in the uh, Tom Landry's. And Shula. you think, of, and you think mm-hmm. about the Shulas, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're, we're having a – it was a youth movement, like, the last five years. And, oh, yeah. you know, like, but we've had the dinosaurs that kind of stay around. Remember before that, it was the Brian Billicks of the world. It was the Denny Greens of the world, right? Yeah. It was like the Joe Gibbs of the world, the, the uh, Dick Vit- – not the Dick Vitales, the um, – uh, Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil. Who is the, who is now? Who is the senior citizen coach now in the NFL? John Harbaugh. It's it's, it's John? Andy Reid. Andy, yeah, it's, it's, Andy, yeah, right. Andy, Andy Reid's Andy, the OG. Yeah. Then behind there, it's like Tomlin is like. Uh, it's amazing because Tomlin doesn't seem like an old right. Yeah, we always 50, look at him as a young yeah. coach, even yeah. though he is now older. He's, he's been there seventeen years now. Wild. And you look at you look at John Harbaugh. He's been yeah. there sixteen years. Yeah, these point, are these are the old these are the old men now. Right in, in, in a couple Peterson, of years, I guess. Right, Doug Peterson's got to be in his in his fifties, right? So you got he's an old, even though he hasn't coached a a, a ton of a long time as a head coach, right? But, but yeah, but but he he obviously is the older. But this is really right. Become, right you know, Salah Salah's in their forties, like no, no, you know, Salah, I, I think, yeah. McVeigh has kind of shown you, yeah, he's thirty seven, enthusiastic younger coach that you know, Kyle Shanahan's a younger coach, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, like he was good, my teammate. Sirianni, which I don't know if he'll last in in, in Philly though. This keeps up. <laughs> oh, he's burning. D'Amico Ryan's right, right. again. You McDonald, get McDaniel's kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel, right? Exactly. Right. So, so now, so, so, on the sideline. So, so now we're in, so now we're in a transition because you got the the the, the Andy Reid who's in his sixties. You got Payton you, back you got, in the, you got in the late fifties. He's an older guy, Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah. You got the late fifties, right? He's the old. He represents the old school. The he he's the grandpa. But can right? they can they can they last? 
Well, Harbaugh, you know, like, Harbaugh, is, is it time for that turnover? This Harbaugh. generation of coaches, like Mac Jones, can't take the hard coaching that he was getting, and you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that's there's a well, lot off this thing. It's the Brady well, Belichick, what came first? Mm-hmm. It's the end of an era for that style of coach, which I just don't think the Patriot way is something that can be emulated in today's today's professional sports world. I just don't think you can do these kind of this kind of stuff with the discipline and demand and you know the the you know the on the on the Cincinnati and all that stuff. Like I just don't think that will work today with today's right. athletes and what that's you, why it was time for for Bill to go. It was time for Nick but, to but, go. But, but, but you know what's crazy? But the thing is is Bill is coming back. <laughs> that's the difference. So he's trying to do he's trying to keep the Patriot way. How much it of reminds you me of Bill it reminds he goes, this reminds me of have the same yeah. success. He he won't. This reminds me of Bill Parcells going to Dallas. Ooh. Well, it wasn't terrible in Dallas. No, they weren't terrible yeah. at all. But it, but it didn't last long because, listen, he's yes. 71 years old mm-hmm. and he's got maybe five years to try and win a championship or, you know, because if it goes somewhere and it, and it doesn't work, he's going to be gone. The thing is he has a bunch of fans because he's tormented a bunch of older billionaires and they always want to say, oh, let, let me see. If I'm struggling, they're fans of his. So he's going to get, get another opportunity. Yeah. yeah, he's going to get another opportunity because it's fans out there of his, right? So it's going to be interesting, but this is the thing. Let's power rank it. Bill Belichick, we just said the greatest coach of all time. All right. Right? This ain't like Phil. Phil came out and wanted to be a general manager. He didn't want to do the everyday stuff. But but if he was, then he could have probably, you know, maybe he could have emulated it, right? But one, Bill Bill never the reason why Bill isn't as great in my opinion than the other uh, great coaches I just talked about, whether I'm talking about Nick Saban, whether I'm talking about John Wooden, whether I'm talking about uh, Red Arbuck. Uh, the reason is he only won with one star. Those other guys, the stars left, and they still won. So well, he got other stars. Phil, right. Phil, Phil moved to another team and got it, Kobe and Shaq. It don't. It don't matter. It don't matter. Right? Bill's going to go somewhere, and he's going to pick his all star team because he's not going to go to a situation where he doesn't think he can win. So in order for him to be put there. And to be able to be able to put there with Phil, which we don't give Phil enough credit because we hate what he did when drafting Neil Aquina, what he did to us, and what how mm-hmm. the pain that he caused us here in this area. Until Bill wins with somebody else, he can, he can be a great coach and one of the greatest football coaches of all time. But it's different rooms for the greatest coaches of all time, and I have to put Phil there. I don't care because he won with Shaq and Kobe. That still that could have failed. And you know we know the tension that they had between each other, but he made it work, and he made another dynasty. Right, so like, it, but it was important for him to leave. Right, yeah, he, one one end left, and maybe Bill stayed too long, and he should have left when when Tom left for a year before. Maybe he should have left Tom holding the bag and said, you know what, I'll leave. Mm, and nah, then he could life for men. Like, but but but, but listen, no no, he could have said, I'll leave. Like Phil decided when 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 he saw Jordan in that last dance happening, he got out fast and was able while he was still mm, hot no, to get an no. No, Phil. No, remember, he stayed with Tony Kukoc. No, don't you? That, that whole story was they were going to blow that whole thing up. I understand it. What I'm saying remember, is, Phil, Phil was his contract was up. What I'm saying is, Phil got the hell out of Dodge. Well, because they did, it, they weren't going to bring him back. They wanted to bring in Tim Floyd. That's why uh, all those guys were like, "I'm not, I'm not sticking around for." They, they blew that whole thing up, man. Well, well, yeah, that's what happened. Well, well, I got it. Well, either either way, remember him, Phil, him, and Phil, um, Phil. and, and um, uh, uh, the. the I got it. The, 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 the owner. 
They, they they always were at odds. Always. Yes, yes. But what I'm saying is, Tim Phil, Floyd. They wanted to bring in Tim Floyd. Everybody else is like, I'm not playing for this guy. What like, I'm that saying whole is, thing blew up. What I'm saying it is, wasn't Phil, Phil leaving. Okay, okay. Well, Phil landed on his feet. Let's see if Bill lands on his feet because Bill's going to go somewhere. But I would ask our listeners, tell me this: out of all the coaches that's out there now, where will you put uh, Bill Belichick? As far as I, because I because like, there's seven this, jobs now because this is the worst time. England. This is the worst time to be Bill Belichick because he has people out there that people consider just as good and well, and can also relate to the modern day athlete. Again, you're you're looking for somebody who's got like you, you look 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 at it this way. There's seven I, jobs. I think open. Jim Harbaugh and, and, jo- and Vrabel, in my opinion, are the two top candidates. Would be ahead of him. Okay. Well, there's there's eight open now in the NFL, but you mm-hmm. don't count New England. So the other seven openings. Which one is the best fit for a guy like him? It has to be a ready-made thing. He can't. He, he can't. He can't develop. Exactly. Quarterbacks. He's not building anything. You're not sending and, him and, somewhere if, to build. But listen, if he if he ain't trying to hurry up and run out there to the Chargers, but the right. Chargers going want Chargers don't pay that type of money. Remember, we don't even know what Bill's been making for the last five years. Let's see if he's like Tom Brady. He gives money back because reportedly he's been making well into the twenties. Yeah. Well, that's I, I believe as he a was. general ma- as a general manager and a head right? coach. Yeah. Seattle, you got to take off the list too, right? Because they just fired an older. Co- I can't yeah, imagine they yeah, want to yeah. bring so, in another so, so, old so that, guy. And that's and that's probably that's probably Dan Quinn's job to to lose. Okay, and then and then if you really want to keep going down the line, well, well, we'll do this throughout the rest of the hour, and we got calls to get to eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. But I think this is going to now eventually become the other great sports debate: the Brady Belichick argument. Which one? Which one would you put ahead of the other for the reason for the Patriots' success over the twenty? How how many years they were together? They were, the, the, well, he was there two thousand two. So the years 20. that they were together, like who was really to get to, to who do you credit first or more for their success? And of course, the chicken and egg argument. So I think that's going to become one of the great sports debates. We'll do it with you. We have your calls, reactions to this, and all that other stuff. I know it's New York, but hey, everybody, the impact that Belichick had. Remember, he started with the Giants. He won Super Bowls with the Giants. He also lost two Super Bowls to the Giants. And then, of course, we all know the Jets in that history. Perfect timing today, by the way, everybody. Rex Ryan joins us at 2 o'clock. You definitely want to hear from him. Lots to get to. We have your calls. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let me tell you though, when it comes to the NFL playoffs, you got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. And right now, every day, there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel's giving all customers a no sweat, same game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen. If you don't already have an account, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports partner, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 20 and older, physically present in New York. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issues, non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund, $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with the gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk of the Giants of Wink Martindale's divorce is final. Giants don't have to pay him. He can go anywhere he wants. Yesterday on the K-Show, Don said the Giants should have handled it differently. 
Why not just fire him? I understand. I don't want him to go to Philadelphia. I don't want him to go to Washington. I get all that. But if he was defying you, if he was disrespecting you, and you couldn't be with him, because if you try to get him to resign, what if he didn't? Stole the contract for another year. What if he decided to stick? Because if you think he's that good that he's going to help Philadelphia, or that he's going to help Washington or somebody else in the division, then try to make it work. If he's so good that I'm afraid he's going to go to my competitor, don't I have to figure out some way to make this work? Coaches don't have to like each other. You have a Buddy Ryan and Mike Ditka did not get along. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show. And it's only here on 98.7 FM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Spartan Hunt, stay tuned, of course, for your chance at the Superbox giveaway a little bit later on this hour. Lots of great prizes that you can win as well. So stay tuned, certainly, for that. 800-919-3776, the number. So it's like this feels like, as Bart was saying before, like a, a, a changing of the guard when it comes to coaches. In a 24-hour cycle, Pete Carroll is out in Seattle. Nick Saban is out. In Alabama, and he, you know, again, these are older coaches who have had great success. And then today, the biggest news of all is Bill Belichick, and they just had the press conference up in New England. He and Robert Kraft talking about mutually agreeing to uh, that this was need to needed right now for him to step away from the job. Belichick said, "I'll always be a patriot, but uh, we're going to move on." Those were his words. And Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, thanking him, of course, calling him the greatest coach of all time, but also admitting that this was needed at this time. And it sounds like the way they were talking, that Belichick's going to coach somewhere. Like, he does not plan to retire, that he'll end up somewhere else. And there's a, there's, there's eight jobs open, but obviously one of them He's coming the to Patriots. the Jets, finally. Mm-hmm. How funny is that? <laughs> should, should write it on a napkin. I'm here. <laughs> Only but what, coach to win a championship in new, with the, with both organizations. How about this? How, here's your scenario. Offer him the defensive coordinator job for the Giants with the opportunity to eventually take over. Man, he not listen. He got listen. He, he in short he ain't order. For anybody, I know, I know. But Washington, Washington Falcons jobs wa- open. No, I'm gonna Washington, go through. Them. Yeah, Washington let me go through. Them. Unique. Yeah, let me go through them. They're alphabetically, the, the Falcons job: Atlanta, Carolina, 
the uh, Chargers, L.A. Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you have obviously the Seattle Panthers. Seahawks and the Titans, Tennessee. And then uh, the Washington Commanders, as you said. Out of those jobs, which one feels like the one that you would say, hey, this is a good fit? I mean, of course you think about, you know, automatically you think about um, the Chargers, but I don't know Because why. they're ready-made with the quarterback yeah, and yeah. an offense, right? Yeah, see, but I don't think Bill gets the first pick. I think Harbaugh gets the first pick. Good choice. And Harbaugh, yeah, that's a great point. Harbaugh, because remember, Bill's just like Nick, dealing with the new climate. Well, Jim has thrived in that climate with all the crazy NIL deals. So he knows the modern-day athlete a lot more because he was down in college dealing with them every day. Right. So you talk about you know being able to draft well and be able to cultivate and, and develop young players. Jim is quirky enough also to be around for the next 10 years, right, where, you know, really we expect to see an 81-year-old head coach. So, like, Bill has to win now. But I think when you think about it, I would probably say, because I didn't realize Bill was from Annapolis, Maryland. That's where he was born and raised, Navy Academy Academy, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, he, he probably loves that area. I would think the commanders would be somewhere with Jacoby Brissett with new ownership that would probably give him full autonomy, which, you know, you think about them, they'll give him all the power, right, where you don't know if any other organization would give him all the power where you talk about Magic Johnson and him loving winning and seeing Bill Belichick, you know he's Google eyes over him. You can see them giving him total power. You know, when you talk about giving somebody total power, it has to be a place that's been a mess for so long that they're just looking for help. And what better place to look than Bill Belichick to kind of come in and fix everything. They have a lot of weapons on offense. Jacoby Brissett is there. They may retain him and draft a young quarterback. But they have weapons and people on the other side of the ball when you think about defensively, they got Payne and Allen in the inside. They got the kid that they uh, drafted. I would think maybe that could be a sneaky place for him to go because I think a lot of places may want to go younger and want a coach that's going to be around for a long time. Kind of like when you when you used to go get John Fox or you went to get Jeff Fisher. You get them for a short period just to kind of change the culture with the organization. Get you on the right track. Right. Kind of thing. You need a culture changer, mm. right? And Bill is a guy that's going to shock the system, shock the culture, just like Bill uh, Parcells does. Yeah. So to turn it around and make it respectable in one year, be ready to win on a big level the next year, right? They got rid of all the, the guys that they needed to. When you think about Montez Sweat and you think about um, Jamar Chase to kind of start over and start over young, start over fresh. But it's really about an attitude and perception. You want to get instant respect from the NFL and as an organization, you hire Bill Belichick. As I'm looking at it, um, see, even Parcells was in his 60s when he finished up with uh, with Dallas. You know – Man, he looked old. The age – like, Romeo Cronell, I didn't realize this, was – just just shy of 74 years old when he was the interim coach, right? A couple of years ago with uh, the Texans. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, the oldest the NFL has seen as a head coach. George Hallis was 72, uh, almost 73. <laughs> Marv Pete Levy Carroll. was over 72, right? And Pete Carroll, right, is now uh, over 72, but he's out as well. So, you know, that's the one thing. It's like this is – it's not a job or a sport for someone that old, especially when you're right. giving them all that control and power and, more more importantly, responsibility. 
Yeah. To me, that's the harder part is the demand on your time. And like I said, if he was a guy that had this incredible infrastructure of coaches that, you know, are just incredible. But again, no, 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 I'm saying you can't give them responsibility. Look what he did when he gave Joe Judge and Matt Patricia responsibility to the offense. They killed a quarterback. Literally. Yeah, that's true. Like, so. That's why if I knew you were coming in, you bring your people in, and it's like, well, yeah. well this guy comes in, and everybody just takes over, and, yeah. and man, they get you organized, right? I don't know if if I – like David Tepper has all the money in the world. You don't think that for him and that sad sack of an organization, he's been through a million coaches, right? You don't think that he'd said, I'm going to plop down 20 mil and get Belichick in here with all his people and get my organization on track. Yeah, He should – like he could think that way, but we all know that's a bad idea. See, but Bill just ruined a young quarterback, too. That's my point. Like, Washington, listen, you need Washington, you're right about Washington. New ownership. Magic Johnson's there. They want to get this thing right, right? That makes sense. But they have the number two pick in the draft. They are taking a quarterback at number two. Yeah, but they have You Jacoby think Bill Brissett. Belichick wants another young quarterback? Well, they have Jacoby Brissett, who he knows very well because he drafted him. He does. He's good, enough. he's good enough to get the job done. He's just So you're going to draft the quarterback at two and then sit him? Behind Jacoby yeah. Brissett? Yes, yes, because you're going to say, we're going to build this the right way. We're not going to rush until we're ready to put this kid out there. Guess what? I had a kid named Tom Brady, and I played Drew Bledsoe for a He was a, a six-round pick. I know, I know. Because Drew it, Bledsoe was a number one pick, and you just paid him $100 million. That's why. Okay, how it many? It was an accident many? that led to Tom listen, Brady. Listen, we listen, all know this. Listen, that was a brilliant plan. Have we not learned from, have we not learned from Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky? Have we not learned from Zach Wilson? Have we not learned from Sam Darnold that when you go to a team that has the third overall pick, you have it for a reason. Let's just kind of save this kid real quick. How about what happened with, with Justin Fields? So How about we just Drake save May and then sit him? For one year. For and Bill one Belichick then seventy three and then passing it on. Well, to I guarantee you you're not signing Bill Belichick to be your coach for one year. So he, you're, 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 he's probably going to say, "I'll give you, I give you three years." And we'll figure I it out. think and the Bill Chargers Belichick's job going to have is, to. The Chargers is the why only would the job char- that why, makes would the, sense. Why, why would the Chargers want him? Because they have a defense that's underwhelming and an offense that they got they got salary cap issues, and it's going to have to take somebody to come in there and try and find players that they can develop and build. J.C. Jackson was just there; he ran from there. What are you going to bring J.C. Jackson back? To? Where'd he run to? New England. Yes. But what I'm saying is you act like he's going to be able to come over and go and go th- go there and, and be able to, to, to evaluate talent and bring the players in that he needs. That's not true. I need a guy like I need a guy that's innovative that has a hell of a young staff right. like Jim Harbaugh that can bring a bunch of guys that's ready to go, that's innovative, that's been coaching kind of NFL style offenses and systems. And the guy with a hell of a – maybe one of the best winning Har- percentages. Harbaugh's going to the Raiders, if anywhere, because they're going to open the why, bag for him. The owner in, 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 in L.A., that is, nah. Soros doesn't spend as much that, that, as listen, Mark listen, Davis spends. Listen, it don't mean that he can't give him $20 million. Stop it. Like, just because he don't spend – he spent on players. He ain't mind giving Joey Bosa that money. Uh, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, you act you 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 like his players don't make a lot of money. Like, he can just get Herbert $200 million. Well, you had to. All right, let's leave it there because we're late. We we have tons of calls that we want to get. People want to really talk about this, so let's let's let the people talk. Now we've had our say on all this stuff, and we'll of course In the segment we call audio. No, well, no that's tour, later, tour. Man. That's late. Too soon. Well, we, we, we gonna call we gonna call it real files. Omaha. <laughs> we gonna call Omaha. it real files. <laughs> well, again, we'll hear from you coming up next on this stuff with Belichick and just the future of this. And you know, I'm curious to hear from Jets fans. It's like, is there a relief here? A little a little sense of relief? Like you you did beat him on the way out. Now you don't have to deal with him 
anymore. 800-919-3776. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You know what time it is on the show? The Superbox Bonanza! It's your favorite song. Yes, the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. And this year, each qualifier takes home $25 Fanatics gift cards and have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes including a big screen TV, a Nintendo Switch, a MetaQuest, and much more. Pick the caller number, Bart. Pick the caller. You want to go six, the amount of Super Bowls that Belichick has won? One, two, three. No, let's go seven, the amount that um, Tom Brady has won. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the petty. Right now, caller number seven, 888-987-ESPN. The number is 888-987-ESPN. And you select the box for the big game that gives you a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Do Irish Whiskey. Of course, good luck to all. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's get a couple of calls in here on the Belichick stuff. We got a lot of other things to get to as well in the world of sports, and we'll continue this conversation as well. Let's go to Randy in Brooklyn to start us off. Hello, Randy. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I just want to say I love the show. Uh, the, the chemistry flow between you guys is great. I was so happy when y'all went from two hours to three. And I still think three hours isn't enough because the show is just really easy, wonderful. Easy, Randy, easy. Three hours hey, is Ray, more Ray. than enough. Hey, they don't pay us by the hour after that, Randy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I just wanted to make a comment on a couple of things. Uh, one, I think Belichick was a good coach, but I don't think it was a great coach. I think Bill Parcells was a way better coach. He ran circles around him. And the reason why I say that is because of Parcells' ability to go to organizations that weren't doing well and was able to turn them around. And I think the only reason why Parcells didn't succeed in Dallas is because Jerry Jones is just a meddling owner. that always wants his hand in on everything. Uh, second, how successful Bill would have been if the Spygate thing wasn't expo- didn't expose him? See, here's That's a big the thing. One. But but here's the thing though: the Spygate. Listen, this is kind of like um, Jim Harbaugh, right? Like so much, only so much of that information can really actually even help. So the fact that he won what three after that, you know, I think erases the fact that he needed to do that. Some people are just they they they're they're habitual line steppers and they're going to push it to the edge every time, but they really don't need to. I don't think that he needed to do it. He did it because winning became the only thing. I mean, Brady and the and the and the, and the uh, whatever Deflate Gate, I guess. Right? The, the, does anybody continue to hold that against him? The same way we do Spygate with Belichick. I mean, Deflate Gate was just as egregious. It's the same thing. It's just bending rules. Yep. It's doing things like whatever it takes to win kind of stuff. And then if I get caught, I just shrug my shoulders and say, I'm just trying to win. Right? We all got all over Brady for this thing. And then, you know, by the end of his career, we weren't talking about that. Do we so, think, you know, do we, th- <laughs> do we think it's an asterisk? Do we think it's an asterisk on, um, you know, hardball stuff? I mean, that's the other thing. If you talk, if you look in the college football circles, yeah, his championship this year. While on the outside, we're all like, "Wow, I heard Harbaugh delivered." There's people within college football that are like, "Yeah, look at all the look at but, all the accusations about see, but, cheating and everything else." See, but I see, but I don't know though, like because he beat Ohio State, not even coaching, 
and they, they, they couldn't <laughs> use it then. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I, I, he I'm beat Penn his... State. He beat Penn State not even coaching. No, I know. And then he beat the right. Then he beat the breaks. Well, he beat Alabama, the greatest coach of all time. We know he went cheating then. And then he beat the brakes off Washington. So you erase all that, son. Yeah, I guess maybe that's what that is. Pierre and Putnam. Pierre. What's up, fellas? What's up? Always a pleasure to talk to you, Bart. You uh, gave me my favorite Jet memory. I always say that whenever I get on the call. But uh, you guys prefaced the conversation with uh, who gets more credit, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, I don't see how you can make an argument in Belichick's case. With Cleveland, he struggled before Brady. He was below 500. Post Brady, he was below 500. Uh, the caller before me kind of stole my point. I think somebody like Parcells, who's gone to multiple locations and been successful, you got to kind of rank him up there. Again, I'm not trying to discredit Belichick. I'm a Jet fan, so he ruined the last 20 plus years of my life. He is an all time great. But when you compare him to the other all times, even in other sports like Phil Jackson in basketball, went to another organization, creating success. Even a Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. These are people who were able to go to different organizations and recreate oh, that magic. Oh, I forgot Pat Riley. You know, I mentioned Pat Riley. That's a good one because not only did Pat Riley go Tricky. from L.A., won a ton, to New York and set a standard. They didn't win a championship, but he got to a finals, but set a standard. And then he went to Miami, which was a fairly new franchise. And think about talk about setting a standard there. Hey, you know, Pierre. That's, that's yeah. what makes a great leader. Can, 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 we, can we have a round of applause for Pat Riley and, and what he did and hooking up his boy. His boy got divorced and he waited till after the divorce was clear to pay him his Hallelujah. money. Hallelujah. Way to go, man. Yeah, let, let's clap, let's clap it, it up for Pat Riley, man. He's all heart, man. That's what we're talking about, B. That's what makes him, man, man Pat Bart. Riley. That's what makes him the man right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll continue with your calls, 800-919-3776. Lots more to get to. Some sad news if you're a Mets fan of, uh, you know, of Mets history anyway, on the passing of Bud Harrelson. I mean, uh, just a, a great personality, a great, a great part of those rough and tumble, uh, the championship team in 69. And, and again, if you're from Long Island, the Long Island Ducks, I mean, you can't talk about the Long Island Ducks without bringing up Bud Harrelson as well. So a memory there certainly to talk about. All-star voting, second returns are in. Where is Jalen Brunson among the guards in the East? We'll let you know that coming up as well. Lots to get to. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. The Yankees certainly need to add starting pitching this offseason, and now plenty of talk focusing on Marcus Stroman. Yesterday in the K-Show, Michael admitted he doesn't see that match. The fact that the Yankees are even thinking about fishing in this pond has to be related to an air of desperation. They didn't get Yamamoto. They know they need at least two starters. The price on Snell and the price on Montgomery is going to be sky high. If you're going to get Burns, you're going to have to give up a lot more stuff in your minor leagues. And you already gave up a lot to get Soto. So any trade you make for a pitcher that's going to be able to help you, you're going to have to give up more of what's in your system. Maybe desperation is driving them into the arms of Marcus Stroman. And I don't think it's going to be pretty and that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew when it's game time it's Tully time be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly coming up three o'clock it's the Michael K show and it's only here on 98.7 FM thanks for listening to the Barton Han show podcast listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN